How are you guys? Good. Really You're good. good. Doing really good. good. I'm, so I'm far, getting over a cold. New year. Uh, Work yeah. sucks, but everything else is yeah. amazing. Like, I got a promotion. Wow. Awesome. Yeah, just before Christmas. Congratulations, Finally. man. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Did, did, is it, it's the you, same It's the same pretty much job. I just got a, a merit and a title promotion. Did they give you, uh, did they up your pay a bit? Yes. That's not, good. Not man. a lot, but, but yeah, 12% every, raise. That's it, good. So it's good. It put me in my next tier of my goal for, like, it took me to a level where I'm like, okay. Did it coincide with right. getting the nice swoop in your you hair? Know, I don't know. what I don't know what swoop you're talking yeah. about. I've been trying to grow the top out. Doesn't it look nice? Doesn't it look I've been like coming it back. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Your facial hair. I've always, wanted, I've always wanted to know pop this. Yeah. Your facial hair. Yeah. Does it naturally grow in like that or you get it shaved? Or you, you sh- do I sh- do, do you like shaved? maintain it? Like do you like I just trimmed shape it, it up? Like Monday? But do you get it do you do, get it shaped? Do you see? get it shaped up? Like you by know, my right hand, yes. Uh, you don't bring okay. someone in. I don't bring a third okay. party in. It's it's always been I try to keep it clean. Yeah. You're not like John Wick. You don't There's have just... a guy that'll come to your room <laughs> yeah. and fix you up. <laughs> There's a sweet spot with facial hair. Like you either let it go, you know, like even John's being longer, you can tell that he keeps it. That, yeah. that length that he likes. You know what I do? I brush it forward and up, and then I brush it down, and then I trim <laughs> any, like, strays. Strays, yeah. Ah. But because I, I think if you try to think too much about what length it should be, you'll make a weird decision and end up with one of those weird, color me bad, like, angled. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've had bad, like, I try to, like, trim up closer to oh, the no, jaw, that's tough, and it's like, yeah. whoo! No. Yeah. And then I just end up shaving it off because it looks stupid. <laughs> that reminds me of a... Uh... The few times you've ever seen me without facial hair, it's because I messed up. Yes. <laughs> Have you ever seen The Life and Times of Tim? No. Mm-hmm. He, he shaved his facial hair. He was like, Tim, you look fat. He's <laughs> like, your face is fat. He told him like 20 I feel times. like that's probably true with me too. If I shave, I, I think, think my so. face looks much fuller. When well, I, when I always I tell shave. this story, but it's true. The last time I shaved my beard off, I did it for my wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my wife. My wife. <laughs> she's like, my face without a hair. <laughs> and she said... Um, Oh, baby, it'll grow back. I was expecting her to be like, there's my, there's the face. There's my boy. There's the face I met. And said she was like, oh, baby. She claims it was because she could tell I wasn't happy. Oh, man, that's funny. So how's everything? I'm good. I'm good. I mean, things are good. solid. Relationships good. going well. Um, I've been trying to eat at nice places a lot lately. I noticed I went to, that. I went to food market. That's good. Yeah, I noticed that. I, I got, there. man, pepper tuna. I didn't. I wanted that, but I holy didn't get that. shit! With the adamame and the teriyaki, the homemade teriyaki sauce. Mm-hmm. Why not? Sounds good. Treat yourself. I want to go there. Aaron you and I are having a date look, right there. When her comp- I don't know. Her company Christmas party was there. You and need fr- to. And Frank had told me about it. Frank goes every yeah. Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and Aaron had her cu- Christmas party there at work, and she said it was amazing. So if I were to do one first, I'd say do brunch first. Brunch. Yeah. Gotcha. The brunch is incredible. Right. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then yeah, on. the dinner is, you know, great. Just equal, but, you know, we're breakfast people. Yeah. At heart. Sure. What was your favorite Christmas present, Steve? Oh, crap. Christmas. Mm. I don't, you know, I'm really weird with Christmas presents. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really get them anymore. Yeah. I mean, I do get them. I mean, I them. say that as a joke, but. Yeah, yeah, no, I could tell. Um, <laughs> you know, you get, I don't know. You could tell my jocular nature. There, there, there's a, there's a, like a. <laughs> It's like a bitterness, actually. Like I'm so like bummed that Christmas isn't as awesome as it was when you were a kid. One of the many things I miss from childhood. But it, you know, it's like you get things you don't really need. Like I, I never, I never say I want anything anymore. Every time anybody asks, it's always like I don't really need anything. Yeah. So then it's like a nice gift that somebody thinks is appropriate and it's much appreciated. But a lot of gift cards. People know I love Amazon, so that you know, I'm basically I'm covered for 2015 on Amazon. <laughs> oh. I think I've, I think I'm good. Are you a Prime member? Good. Absolutely. What 
What I am by accident. What a gift. I missed the month. I tried to do it. <laughs> yeah, I did the same thing. <laughs> I say but, it probably. But I think it, so it worked on both of you. Yeah. But I think it pays I was for bare, itself. I was My swindled. feeling is it pays for itself. In if my you really opinion, look it does. at the stuff you can get, especially because you can get like salt. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's crazy. It's you crazy. can say, like, I want some Tabasco, and you can get some Tabasco. You it's make cra- it work for you. Yeah. Prom, you can go from nothing to $99 at the end of the month because yeah. you fucked up. Yeah. At, I, I don't regret it though. No, no, I love it. I love I've it. I only had it for like a couple years. Like back when it was only like seventy bucks, and now it's like a hundred, I think. Mm-hmm. But the original programming, man. But, but well, oh, well, that's a little side like bonus now. Like the the it used to always be the shipping. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, now they've actually got some amazing things going on. But I mean, I buy so much on Amazon. Like I, it's ridiculous how much I buy on Amazon. I do too, man. Like because it's so easy to return stuff if you don't like it or if I've there's a problem with it. I've never returned any. I've never been it's dissatisfied. So Is that? Well, it's good, but yeah. I'm just saying, like, when you buy more and more and more and more, like, there's gonna bound to be something that it doesn't, you don't like it, or it doesn't yeah. work properly, or doesn't fit right, or whatever. And it's just like, oh, here's the label. Put it back in the box and drop it off. Or, That's nice. Man. And my work has FedEx and UPS pickups, so I just set them out front and they're gone. So. Well, I have friends that are retailers, and so I always try that first. But if I can't find something, or if it really seems like. Mm-hmm. You know, especially with like toys, especially for shopping for Christmas. Yeah. Like, for instance, when I said what what was your favorite Christmas present, I realized that's really more relevant to me about like stuff we got Henry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that you were talking about the fun. That's what that's what brings the fun of Christmas right Absolutely. back is like actually seeing someone get excited and like about it, knowing yeah. that somebody really wants something that they're about to get. Yeah, yeah. And they're about to get it in this way that's like fucking magic as far as they're <laughs> concerned. You know, like oh my god. And occasionally I I will forget that Henry doesn't know officially. You yeah. know, that Santa's uh, a lie. I hope God. If there's any kids listening, I'm really sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm really not, sorry I'm not really sure what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> this is going to be a long show. Um, But, uh, no, so it's like every now and then he'll say something that's like, so the elves don't make the Legos. They just get them at like a warehouse or something or they get them at the store. How does that work? And I'm like, oh, you know, I guess he is still trying to make it all make sense in yeah. his head, you know. But I remember when I found out that it was sort of like it dovetailed with a natural maturity and an acceptance of the fact that there's no magic and life sucks and yeah. what a gray mm. drab world it is and then i found out i was like 11 when i find when i finally heard the final word when i you know i suspected i sort of knew and then my mom was like it's sort of like the spirit of christmas santa's real but it's not a real man he's just that's what people and i was like okay i see how it is <laughs> you know and i think that was, the, that all was right, like, mom that was a real turning point for me i was like oh, okay all right i see i see how what this whole thing has been all along i started looking for all the shams a charade. Well, this is an odd thing because we're actually speaking as though we've just gotten back together, but to the listeners, they will have heard us last week talk about our best of. Yeah. I guess. So yeah. to, that'll feel like we're just right back in the game. But this yeah. is actually the first episode we're recording, so that we just got back together, and we're getting ready to talk about some... Uh, this is like more negativity. You know, we've just done a lot of negativity, but we're going to yeah. talk about the worst, the bottom five, as Steve called mm. it. Yeah. Our least favorite movies that we saw this year. Least favorite, bottom five... Yeah. The, uh, I don't even know. I thought Ronald would kind of chime in there with something the worse. The shittiest of the shitty. I mean, the shitless. The list. hideous of the this shittiest. Is sh- this is a shitless. Let's... Yeah. Something along those lines. Let's be honest. This is a shitless. The most hideous of the shittiest <laughs> is like actually that. what we should call this episode. <laughs> the, hideous, the hideous of the shittiest. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So, who wants to get the ball rolling? So, wait, this is episode 125? 125. Yeah, okay. Yeah. To make sure. On the money. Well, where is it? Is it 126? Are we actually going to... Which one comes first? <laughs> Are we going to say worst of and then do our best... Then release the best of? I think we're Release gonna... the best of. 
I think best of them worst though. Yeah, so technically this is episode 126. Oh, 126. 124 was behind. Oh, right, 126. Yeah. 126. <laughs> so this is what's, it's confusing when you fuck with the timeline. You, yeah. That's what happens when you break the fourth wall. You got some looper shit going on. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, thankfully, there was a lot of shitty movies this year. Well, you know, I actually made a point to see some that were actually shitty, as opposed to last year when I realized my worst... You set out on making some bad choices. I actually... There were a few that I was like, I, damn it, I didn't get to see Kirk Cameron Saving Christmas, because I bet <laughs> that would have been one. Um, and I didn't see Annabelle, because I bet that might have been one of my least favorite of the year. But I did see some stinkeroonies, and I know that you have one in particular that you wanted to talk about that I don't know that I agree with. But I can't I think... talk about it yet, because that's, that's like... It's high, it's up. high up on your list. It's okay, high so we'll up on get my to that. List. We'll get to that one. Does anyone have any movies that they were surprised were that were like my bottom five are all movies that you could have guessed would be bad. Does um, anybody have anything that you were actually shocked it was bad? Y- yeah, the one um, that yeah. we're talking about. <laughs> no, no, I see a different one. Uh, we well, got like a number five. You got like a five, right? Which is my lowest. So five. My lowest or on one. the top. Shitty. So if you're going from five to one, one being the worst movie of the year, what number is this? This is five. Okay, cool. Then start with it. Start okay, it off there. Okay, so Life After Beth. Um, that was the zombie movie that starred, um... Already, I don't like this. (laughs) Oh, God. Audrey. uh, Audrey. Uh, is it Audrey? Aubrey. Aubrey uh, Aubrey Plaza. Plaza. (laughs) Who the fuck is Aubrey? Uh, John C. Riley, Cheryl Hines. Yeah. Paul Reiser. Dane DeHaan. Anna Kendrick. It, this sounds like it should have been a good movie, but it is... One of the more painful movies I've ever seen. The story was dry. the The humor wasn't. It was it like there. improvised comedy, or because that sounds like a lot of people that might. I don't think so. I don't think so, no. man. This this seemed scripted, like in the worst. Stiff. Of, yeah, it was very stiff and dry. It was I can't stress to you how dry it was. It, it's <laughs> the sets weren't. I good. want you to stress to me how dry it was. I, the the. It was just very dry. Yeah. It was terrible. Uh, and, see, I, oh. I don't know that I would be interested at this point in seeing like a zombie comedy. Don't. That to me sounds like movie death, don't. though. Like, don't. No pun intended, but it really does seem like I'm not interested. It reminds me of that Jessica, what's that Jessica Alba movie with the death, with the kid and the death? <laughs> you know, know Jessica Galba? Jessica Galba. <laughs> with the kid and the death? With the kid and the death. <laughs> I don't fucking know. You know. The kid and the death? <laughs> The is kid. that what it's called? The Kid and the Deaf? It was like something where a kid died or something like that. Oh, with Jessica Galba. The Jess- kid died. Jessica Galba. Jessica Galba. I'm going to look it up. So uh, Idle Hands. Oh. <laughs> Idle Hands. Idle Hands? Yeah. Oh. He's deaf? No, deaf. Oh, he's deaf. <laughs> Jessica Galba, your articulation is off <laughs> tonight. Galba. It was slur. <laughs> slur. Jessica Galba. Hey, did you... <laughs> Her in the death. And when you're done Her here, you're going to go do some comedy on stage, you say. Yeah. I'm going to have to come watch tonight. Yeah. This, is the, this is one point right now. But yeah, it reminds me of Idle Hands. Like, Idle Hands was not a good movie. Okay. And neither was this. All right. So that's, got my, it. that's my number five. The the highest of the shitty movies, right? So it's Got that going for it. Got that going for it. Uh, I'll throw my number five out there. Mm-hmm. Only because I sort of thought this movie might be good, but it was not. And that was... Uh, the Monuments Men, oh, which is oh, yeah. um, George Clooney, Bill Murray, Matt Damon, Kate Blanchett, John Goodman. God, who else? Uh, Jean Dujardin, the guy that like won an Oscar, I think. Really, Balaban. Balaban's in it, but just like that's enough, right? You're like that's that's interesting. Yeah. The yeah. trailer was pretty interesting, but um, 
Man, he's made some okay. Well, actually, Clooney's done a couple good films, but this is not one of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, what could have been a cool, like World War Two caper film was not on the screen for this. Ooh. I mean, it was extremely boring. Wasn't it a bad sign when it got pushed back? Yeah, it came out like February. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, it was a, it was, it was the. Um, it was, it was supposed to be November, I think. Yeah, in the, of, in the which is in the late fall. In yeah, the thick fall, of Oscar yeah. season. They said some effect shots weren't finished, and I remember at the time I was sort of half bought into that, and you, I don't think, bought into that at all about the effect shots. Like, yeah, it, it just seems to be like yeah. it's just a bad sign. Yeah, it's just a bad sign. I mean, like especially seeing the final product, I don't know what effect shot is missing. <laughs> I mean, I've seen some shots like, in in uh, like I forget if it was like a. It was a reel that I saw about like digital effects, and there's a shot when they find this, this like where they're keeping a lot of this art collection underground, mm-hmm. um, and it, it and it showed specifically. It's weird that you say that, but like that's what they were showing the effects, like before and after shots, and how much it did to that film. And yeah, but I mean that movie was it, it was horrible. I mean, mm. you know, it's it was so slow, slow, boring, or so so slow and boring. <laughs> it's, so slow. it's infectious. Um, so slow boring. So slow boring. <laughs> so slow boring. I don't know. Yeah, it was just like that was the one on this list that I kind of was hoping would be. Well, there's one more that I really thought, but would be good. But man, no, that's a good one because it seemed like it was a shoe in to be some kind of. And, and, and I threw it on there only because of what you just said was that it should have. It was supposed to come out in the middle of like the award season, so you right. hear all those names, and a film that he also directed and yeah. you know produced and all this stuff, and you're like, there's there's got to be something good about this movie, and then it comes out literally. Three months later, and you realize this is a horrible movie, and I think pretty pretty across the board, I don't think there were very many critics that really enjoyed this film either, or audiences, because it, it was a, a pretty big failure. Mm-hmm. So number five, my name is Man. Um, I will say one that maybe I wasn't surprised surprised by, but it definitely was one that I, I had sort of hoped would be good. It was The Sacrament by, by Ty oh, West. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, yeah. And I mean... The subject matter was kind of interesting to me. I had actually heard, I feel like I'd read somewhere that that there was some strong response to it. Like there were a couple of advanced reviews that made it sound like it was going to be a good one. And I'm, I was rooting for him after really being disappointed with his contributions to the various like anthology movies that he's done shorts for. Um, And yeah, it just was, it just was not good. I mean, in the end I found, I, 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 I believe my initial thought about it was, that it was pretty well made, and then as I was watching it, I just realized how kind of boring and stupid and predictable it was, and that mm. if you're making a movie, every now and then, um, a movie will do that thing, and I, I will compare it to a movie that I actually brought up last year when we did the worst of uh, 2013, which is Willow Creek, mm-hmm. which is a movie that just moves along in a really slow fashion, and when it finally gets where it's going, you're like, oh, that's all you had all along? Like, I was into this slow burn when I thought maybe something was gonna happen, but when you finally get where you're going and it's this predictable place, and I, I mean, it's not really spoiling anything to say that the sacrament c- kind of follows this sort of cult leader narrative. And if you know anything about Jonestown, you'll you'll be able to see what happens coming from the first moment of the film. And it just plays it like it's the biggest surprise. And it just feels like that's such a deadly curse is when you, you, you act like you're fooling the audience, but nobody who knows anything about the scenario you're depicting would be fooled. You know, uh, so I don't know if you, did you both see it or either no. of you see it? Yes, yeah, I saw it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean? It just kind of fizzled. Yeah. No, I, I wasn't a fan. Yeah. And now now he's on notice with me in Ty West. That's is, what I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's my takeaway from the sacrament. Yeah. Sheesh. It was what turned John. Well, you know, you do that. Do you ever have that with like a band where you buy everything they put out, like the day yeah. it comes out without listening to it, and then one day you hear something you don't like, and then they're back on, I've got to check it out before <laughs> I buy it? Yep. Uh, maybe I'm the only one that still buys music, but. 
I when you say here. buy, what do you mean? Um, we'll talk about it off mic. <laughs> Typically, it means some exchange of, uh, of money or yeah, something. Some, ah, yes. yeah. Or sexual favors. Those days are done. For oh, me. Yeah. sexual favors. Yeah. For I'm a married man. <laughs> but yeah, so the sacrament. Got it. Um, number four, Ronald. Number four. We're just plowing through these. Yeah, yeah man. I like it. We kinda need they don't even deserve our time, really. But yeah, right. We're just trying, basically trying to I warn you. I think we're going to get into a lengthier discussion about a couple later on, perhaps. Yeah. Perchance. I'm just going to say it and not explain it. Annabelle. That's it. You, your turn, Steve. Annabelle. I, <laughs> I don't have... respect that, that movie enough to even explain anything about but, it. But, I mean, who would have thought? I mean, in retrospect, who would have really expected it to be very good? <laughs> you know what's funny? I th- He's I, like, I think I did. I really <laughs> thought that... Uh, the first trailer I saw looked like it was trying to rehash the structure of the way The yeah. Conjuring was marketed and by it showing the, the, the scene, like a, mm-hmm. a whole scene. Right. And it was not as good of a scene by by a mile. You it know? was. It's like if if that someone was way. if someone was drunk, and you explained the the first movie to someone, and then they had never seen it, and then they tried to make a sequel for it based on a drunken account of the first movie mm-hmm. it's so bad it was, a, it was a i felt like it was a big bait and switch like i don't feel it like was. i didn't feel like the annabelle doll itself was yeah was, I did as, was i don't know what they were attempting to do but like there was a lot of other stuff that was it was the like only scary part it was yeah. like co-starring annabelle yeah it was like, like a gateway whatever. to be able to let yeah. them have something else be scary and the annabelle doll itself was not really one of the the way it was used in the conjuring was mm. scary but the doll itself is almost too goofily scary to really be scary like yeah it's it's like it starts to look like you know what i'm saying Absolutely. Like, it's like yeah. no one would really have, we've discussed this but no one would really have that doll like if we look at the beautiful little girl face but it, she looks demonic and murderous you know yeah from the get-go but the little raggedy ann doll which it was supposed to be but i guess they couldn't get the rights and blah blah, blah. mr obvious trivia is here <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, I remember thinking, oh, that seems like it could be fruitful to spin off a movie from The Conjuring because the nature of that story seemed like there were a lot of untold stories around the margins of that that you could have done. But it, it sounds like they did it in the most cash-in, kind of cheapy way. And uh, so, meh. Number four for me, Devil's Knot. Now, that's a film that had some sort of release in 2013. I didn't see it until this year. Uh, it was the... Is it is it Adam or... Adam McGoyan, or I think it's Adam, Adam McGoyan. Yeah, um, and yeah, fuck you for spelling it like Adam. Yeah, yeah, because it makes us so. It's like we cool. know that's how you say it, <laughs> but we think because it's a Goyan, you're like, is it a Tom? Yeah, that, I always yeah. second guess myself. Yeah, um, but I mean, just re- recently, it's it's rehashed how bad this movie was with the whole serial kind of craze that took off in the last few months of mm. the year. Um, this this film is the. Mm. The the feature film version of the the Paradise Lost documentaries, the West Memphis Three, uh, the the child murders at um, what was it? yeah, well, I guess in was it Robin Hood Hills? Is that what it was I think called? Think so. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> wow. It is like a soap opera. It's like a it's like a HBO or it's like a made for TV Lifetime movie. Mm-hmm. It looks horrible. Like they're all <laughs> do- like the like the characters are like all dialed up. And I don't know what they're trying to make it look like besides time stamping a time in, right. you know, in Memphis. But I don't know. It just it was very very disappointing. I don't know why they really even needed to make that film. Well, well, well was it? Did you? What was that? The prevailing attitude while you were watching it was just why does this exist? Yeah, why, point, why, like, why does the story it exist? So and, well told at this point. Yeah, it's 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 been covered like extremely well by the filmmakers behind the Paradise Lost trilogy and then even with Damien Eccles' involvement in the West of Memphis documentary 
that I know that this film was already in motion while that West of Memphis was happening, <laughs> but it just it just it's so sensational and like there's it there's all kinds of overwhelming sentimental notes in it that are way too obvious. I mean, you you know the context of the story and you know what you should feel, but you're being like <laughs> right reminded how you should be acting or responding to this scene. And, that, and you've you already know. What the scene is going to be, I would imagine. Yeah, and I've already reacted to the real right. thing, you know. So, and I'm not against like, and I'm not usually like, you know. And I don't know. I guess it's because it's been so documented that I'm usually not against like a film version of a story that I've seen on yeah. a documentary or like on a radio show, whatever it might be, or just a book, whatever. But something about this film it just like pissed me off watching it. It, it I mean, like, have you guys have other of you seen? No, I'd forgotten that that was that movie. I, I was curious it is about so that film. bad. And I mean, the fact I'm not, I'm not. I was never a huge Adam McGoyan fan, but I know he has a lot of respect in the community, mm-hmm. in the film community. But, I mean, that just makes it even worse that somebody that respected or that, you know, has a following and has some a track record behind him of, of pretty well-reviewed films made this movie. Yeah. On, on a really interesting topic. You know, if you're going to bite that off, you got you to gotta be able to really, really give it its due. And it's just horrible. He also did the captive, which is supposed to be really bad too. That's the Ryan Reynolds one. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that. Both was of horrible. those are like pan. Like, yeah, so. I've heard they're really bad. Yeah. But yeah, don't don't watch Devil's Knot. Go watch the Paradise Lost trilogy or the West of Memphis doc. We need to do a director's jail episode. We did actor's jail a long time ago. We do. I That's like, fine. I'm about I know I'm saying we do, we're doing too many negative episodes, but <laughs> director's jail. I think it's time to to bring. That I'm around. in. Um, and you know, I, I will not just pick all the directors who have done Adam Sandler films. <laughs> um, so I will. This is another one. Uh, speaking of directors, where I had a little bit of high hopes for it, but the way that it was released uh, definitely sort of flattened those hopes. And this would be the latest from from. I guess I, he's still my still my boy, Joe Carnahan. But the stretch. Oh yeah, not a good film. Not a good. Didn't see it. A big mess and a and uh, and I believe I. I mean, I don't think we talked much about it because I was the only one that had seen it before, but right. Patrick Wilson was pretty good in it. And I think that with Joe Carnahan behind it and with an actor doing maybe one of the best parts, you know, Patrick Wilson is not always a very flashy actor, but he's actually got a chance to kind of do some interesting things in this. It, it It's especially disappointing that they weren't able to somehow find that sweet spot because, as we know, Joe Carnahan has a, has a high... I know we both love yeah. The Grey. You're not a fan of The Grey, but um, I'm not... I don't think you are anyway. I thought it was okay. You thought it was okay. You didn't love it. I didn't love it. Yeah. So, um, and I can't remember. Oh, and Narc. I love those Oh, films. I loved Narc. I think those are great films. I, I don't Narc. I don't think Smoke and Aces and the A-Team live up to that. I like Smoke and Aces, not so much the A-Team. I like it, but I, you know what I mean? I don't think it quite... Do, I mean, I don't know. Maybe you do put it up with like Narc and the Grey, but I don't know if it no, quite no, no, holds no. together that well. No, no, no. That's more of that's a, that's a, more of a fun, enjoyable watch. Right. Like... Yeah, no, I, I'm like I'm for instance, I still think when I think about Jason Bateman, I think about his cameo in that, and it's hilarious. Yeah, you know? Absolutely, uh, that was back when I loved him, <laughs> and I hadn't seen him do a bunch of milk toast comedies, and I want to go back to those days. <laughs> <laughs> Can't go back, John. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, uh, uh, stretch, not 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 impossible to watch, <clears throat> and like I mentioned before, would be a great candidate for if we ever do finally do the. Let's analyze a bad movie and figure out on all quadrants uh, how it failed. Mm. Stretch is almost uh, almost as, as ripe as The Counselor, which is still my top pick to do that with. But um, <laughs> anyway, Stretch a Rooney from Joe Carnahan a Rooney. Stretch. Um, I have a question to ask you guys. What? Can a, can nine years between the original and the sequel? Can a movie maintain its hype? I'm trying to think of what came out nine years ago. 
came out nine, so it came out in 2014. So it would have been a movie that came out in 2005. Mm-hmm. And it was a movie that you loved. Mm-hmm. Who else loved it? Just you. The world. <laughs> the world. The world. The world. Nine years. <laughs> Nine years ago. Really. Mm-hmm. It was in black and white. Oh, I'm thinking something else. I was thinking your math was off. One of the other ones on my list. Sin City. Oh, Sin City. Sin yes, City. I was about. I was right there. I was right there. So all those. You know what? I almost um, watched this one just so I could talk about it tonight, <laughs> but because I knew that it was supposed to be terrible. This terrible. It you was it? terrible. No, I'm, I'm no, asking. It was I, terrible. I, 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 it's hard. It was hard to it. watch. It was. <clears throat> so okay, let's let's examine that. All the elements were there. From the, I mean, the cast pretty much is there. Like well, Robert Rodriguez is still do, like his movies have, if nothing, become more cartoonish and more like that over the years. Yeah. So why would this not be like a a a, sh- a foot sliding into a comfy old slipper that that everyone loves to see that? I don't foot know. Wear? <laughs> I don't know if like the the <laughs> casting changes, like Angelina Jolie, maybe being in it, and, and some of the people that kind of fell off. She it, was in it. She was supposed to be. So, in it. supposed to be instead of Eva Green. Yeah. Oh, I like, like Eva Green though. Me too. Um, I, I, I read a critic that said that it committed the uh, the like cardinal sin of making Eva Green's breasts boring. Yeah, everything was boring. And that did sound to me like, okay, this this is an atrocity. There were scenes where... Where's North Korea to step in and stop yeah. this film? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Decapitation. Boring. How could that be boring? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. the, I think I think that what happened was it, it lost the charm that it had the first time around. So what is it? You know what I mean? It almost seems like audiences are more in touch with that kind of graphic imagery. Yeah. What was, I mean, you saw them both. What was missing? It lacked the charm. It lacked sort of the the impact. I think that's, there's something to be said about the way that violence is handled in movies. It's almost seemed too casual, almost cartoony. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's a difference between like graphic novel violence and like, Almost like SpongeBob SquarePants sort of violence, where you're like slipping down and falling down a pit, and so violent. We so violent that it's almost, yeah, it's like super goofy after a while, and and it lost some of the charm that it had. Yeah, it didn't seem like anybody really wanted to be there. That was also a weird thing. Bruce Willis didn't seem engaged. No, no. <laughs> in the moment, Jessica as Alba seemed like. More uninspired than normal. On, on the violent front, like Jessica Galba was not inspired. Jack Galba. Was there death or death in this film? There was lots of, that was lots of death and lots of death. Yeah, what? Was, in terms of the violence, I'm curious. Like, do you think that, like, when do you think being nine years later trying to like have that impact that Sin City did with how it handled the violence? Is, is it just not? Is it just old trick at this point? Yeah, I mean, because I mean, a lot of films come out with that kind of violence now, whether yeah. it's the stylized like sh- shot of it. But I feel like a lot of movies have that hyper violent, like gory, quickly yeah. edited. Like ev- a lot of action films have they that do. now. It it's so it's like it forgot some of the beauty that the first one had, and it was right. just black and white. <laughs> and then, you know what I mean? Like there was something really nice about the the first one, and it just didn't have any of that. It was so boring. Gotcha. It was, and then. The, the the sound for the violence. So I thought that I saw it in the movies and I was like, okay, so the violence, the the bullets are very quiet. I watched the the Blu-ray copy and it was the same thing. Like it's the violence just didn't sound as loud as it did in the last. It's just hmm. a poor movie, man. It's shitty movie. Stupid movie. Yeah. So you, stupid. Steve, what's what's your? My number was a three. Mm-hmm. Is probably I'll say the most 
disappointing film of the year for me. Oh, which you some of you guys might have on your list also, only um, because I, I think you appreciate the first one with a lot of love and respect. Uh, but it's Dumb and Dumber too. Oh man! You know what, Steve? It dovetails with my my number my, my number Ooh, as well. Twas. So okay. we'll just talk about it. Um, dovetails. Honestly, it felt off to me like right when it started. Yeah. Uh, immediately, this film just Even though that, felt wrong. That gag is one of the funnier conceits that they have. The the notion of Jim Carrey playing a joke on a, a long con twenty year jo- joke, right. like the suggestion that nothing has been happening between these two characters since we last saw them together was right. pretty funny. Yes, uh, but that yeah, the way it's delivered. I mean, let's. I'll say what I think is yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't think. I think the Fairley brothers are like done. terrible directors. They're done. They just yeah. don't know how to shoot anything. Like they it doesn't. Don't. It it never looked good. Like when you look back at and I'm and I still <laughs> think there's something about Mary and I would even say. The, the, much of me, myself, and Irene has like really good comedy direction and atmosphere, and something about the, it being these two, these weird brothers and their weird character actors that they like to cast and everything. And it was, there, it feels like a bunch of guys hanging out, uh, uh, doing like what? Oh, we're shooting a movie. Hey, come on over. You know, and, they, <laughs> and and it was fun to see that idea develop that you could do these kind of big comedies. You know, something about Mary was a big deal. Yeah, you know, coming off the heels of Dumb and Dumber, which I thought was great. And Kingpin, which I've come to love more, but even then at the time I knew was funny. I just yeah. didn't love it. Uh, you know, I, like now it seems like a high watermark for their style. But yes. At the time it seemed a little crass and ugly. We had no idea where comedy would go, I guess. <laughs> but um, I just don't feel like their movie, like I feel like their a- actors don't look good in their movies. Like it's almost like the lighting is bad, the directing is bad, the shooting. It just, it just feels very, very afterthoughtish it, yeah. and not very well delivered. And then. Uh, Dumb and Dumber 2 comes along and basically does that thing, and it reminds me of last year with Anchorman, the sequel to that, which was one of my picks for the mm-hmm. worst of the year, because of how disappointing it was, which is despite the fact that I did laugh several times at Jim Carrey uh, putting on the Jim Carrey shtick in this film. I found him funny in a lot of instances, but it was so many just retreads of jokes and references to old jokes, and so much of the stuff that they did that was the worst was the stuff that felt the most obligatory, like they're throwing back to Blind Pete, they're yeah. throwing back to uh, Jim Carrey having like a dream montage, but none of the gags are as funny as they were the first time around. And the few things that are kind of funny in this are just funny around the margins because Jim Carrey's funny and Jeff Daniels, you know, slumming in this type of material is kind of funny. Yeah. Anyway, I I, I didn't mean to. No, no, no. It, I mean, but, I, no, it's. But fine. yes, disappointing it's, is the best way to it, say it. It's yeah. It, it's the only one on there. I mean, maybe Monument's been a little bit, but because uh, I thought it might be good, but I don't know. I'm gonna. Count it's just it. like when you when you touch something that. Uh, a prized comedy yeah. like landmark like like you know just like a benchmark comedy film especially of of generation you know like of our generation 20 years of like growing yes. as like a cable classic and a throw it on any time kind of classic yes yes and you just have all these people that now love this film and literally every line has become like a yes, like a, yeah. a t-shirt or something it's just point. yeah it just felt so cheap and it looked yeah like you were saying it looked horrible it just um it's just it's it, it, it's like one of those movies where like I don't even know why I, Halfway through it, or 20, 30 minutes into it, you, you're like, I don't know how I thought this was going to be anything good. And I then you start to feel really bad. Like, you start to feel embarrassed for yeah. the legacy of Dumb and Dumber to me. Because yeah. you're like, don't ever see this film. Like, the people that just saw that film, like, oh, there's a there's a movie that, you know, the first one 20 mm-hmm. years ago? Like, oh, man, what did you do to yourself? You watched this movie before seeing Dumb and Dumber, you know? Like, mm-hmm. this will be... A comedy. It came out in the summer, you know. So like they're like behind it. They're pushing it ba- mainly because 
they know that well, people like us want to see it. You know, it took a long time to get together. It seems. Yeah, like. it seems like yeah. it was one of those that kept getting pushed back and yeah. falling apart, and so it makes sense that it would be shit. But you just sort of hope. Like I always, I, I guess I'm sort of giving up hope with the Fairly Brothers because this would have been. The, it's gone. This would have been the thing that's like, okay, maybe they're going to come back with these actors. The, getting the two original guys back at this point in their careers is still, you know, even though Jim Carrey makes flops now. Yeah, I think he's very desperate. But, like, it, it was, still seems like a big deal to get yeah. him to come back to this material. And I still, like, I do think he's fun. Like, there, if you take, you could make a highlight reel of funny moments, and pretty much all of them are Jim Carrey pull, just laying it on thick. Yeah, yeah. But without the structure and the sort of, like, I don't remember the characters being as, like, rotten as yeah. they are in this film like in this they're like weird misogynist creeps whereas in the last one they were more like immature I don't know and there's an was... innocence to them too yeah, in the right. original one where you're like you're kind of I don't say on their side rooting for them but like this thing I didn't really care Yeah, what happened at all I, I had so many thoughts about this and how much it sucked when I was watching it because I knew I'd be talking like when yeah. I finally was watching it I knew yeah. I'd be talking about it tonight and um, it made me think about a movie that I think you have on your list. Mm. And I realized that when you see people doing familiar shtick, mm -hmm. it either works for you or it doesn't. I mean, you can hang on there for longer than others with certain people and sometimes right. you like it when they do it. Like Will Ferrell is an actor that when he's doing it in the right way, in the right context, I still think he's very funny. But it definitely was diminishing returns after those two or three like classics, I would say. After yeah. like Anchorman, Talladega Nights, um, even parts of like uh, Step Brothers and other guys have elements of mm -hmm. him doing something a little bit different. Right. But then when you start to count like kicking and screaming, and uh, I mean I could, the list goes on and on. Land of the Lost <laughs> was that the name of that film? Yep. Yeah. Bewitched. You know I mean like movies where he does have funny bits. Bewitched. You're right. Where it's it's just like it's eh. weird that thing he was in all those movies. Yeah. Like, semi Pro. Yeah. yeah. That one. Semi Pro. Blades was of Glory. Bad. Blades of Glory. Blades of Glory was funny. He covered a lot of the sports. Right, yeah, he that, that became racing, the gag for a while. basketball. But whenever someone like dilutes their brand, and this is not so much that it, it's that extra sting of them coming back to something that again seemed like it might have been a fun. Like yeah. if it said, "Oh, in twenty years they're going to come back to these characters," I would have been like, "Okay, fine." Yeah, just write the same kind of movie. But it's everything is just yeah. Desperate is a good word for the whole enterprise. I think I refuse to see that movie. Don't. I saw the trailer. I could not. I couldn't. There's so many bear. other things you're, you could do with your time. Mm. And, and, you know, some movies you'll see, you're like, you, they're bad, and you're like, that was just a bad movie, I regret watching it. But then there's, like, this kind of movie where you're like, it upsets me that it was bad. Damn. Because, you know, you kind of wanted it to be at least okay enough yeah. to walk out and be like, it wasn't horrible. Yeah. But it was horrible. It was horrible. Yeah. So, um, so are like, you, you having a, oh, that? No, that's, no, okay. that, that was my yeah, three. we tag team that one. Um, one, one, this is a, this is another sequel. Uh, I really didn't like the first one. But I figured I'd give it another try. I'd give it another go round. I'd give it another try. That movie is horrible, bosses too. Oh, okay. Um, I thought you were gonna say Amazing Spider-Man too. I think I think that we need to. <laughs> I really did. I think we. Need I really to, did, guys. Oh, that was no, 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 really serious. Did. So maybe you should have said that. We need to. We need to. <laughs> we need to talk about this prior to us going into any other movie. We have to isolate the laughs from the movie itself. <laughs> we have to do this because Charlie Day. Is hilarious mm -hmm. in this movie. Yeah, agreed. The movie is a train wreck, <laughs> a fuckery. <laughs> it's so terrible. It's a fuck wreck. It's a fuck wreck. It's fucking mm. terrible. It's, it's, it's the good ship fucky pop. It's a fucking <laughs> and and then they try to recreate some of the moments from the, the last fuck. Lolly fuck. <laughs> the lolly fuck kids. This is fucking terrible. It's a shitty fucking movie. They try to recreate the moments from the last movie. Mm -hmm. It all fell flat to me. 
Um, and I'm pretty open to laughs. And I did, I'm, I did not laugh very much. Um, I didn't really like it. I, I think this was a bad idea. And they're probably going to make a third one. So, fuck that lives. Make money, man. Individually. I, I know. I, 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 did, I didn't love it uh, either. I, I definitely, I, I think you have a very good point. Like, I love Charlie Day. Yeah, we got to isolate the yeah, laughs, I, I don't. Man. I, I have different. trouble doing that sometimes. Which is which is what we're going to talk about the other movie. Uh, no, no. And that's, I, and, good, that's a good point to make. Because I would, the I, would say, I would say that's exactly what I would have to do because I laughed a lot mm, at that film. Right. But if you think about... I love that we're talking about it. Yeah, yeah why don't we get to that film yeah, later? We'll get to okay, it in yeah, a minute. Yeah. We'll so, minute. my number two... Is I'm gonna pull the Ronald with what did you do it for? Where you didn't say anything after it? Oh yeah, <laughs> I think we all get one of those this this, yeah, this episode. We get a silence. So I'll say something before it. The only reason this one is not number one is because it is also a sequel, <laughs> but the third in a series. And so I, I can say like it's got that diminishing returns going for right. it for sequels. So that's the only reason why this will slide down to number two. <laughs> Otherwise, it would have been number one. But um, I'll say the name, and then, John, you can just take over with your number two. It's VHS Viral. You know, this would actually have been my number one. So we'll just let that stand for a minute, you know. But let's just say that it is the third in the series. And you know what? In first grade, we used to call it number three when a kid would piss and shit in his pants at the same time. Yeah. That, That's what that happened. VHS Viral is a perfect number three. That should have been one of the shorts. It might have <laughs> been a more fair. interesting film. Yeah, right. That would have been. That would have been Like, more, why is this kid yeah, shitting and pissing his pants at the same right. time? So, Some spirit uh, yeah. is taking over his bowels and his urinary tract. It's the number three. Sad little first grader. But anyway, so I'll... I'll, if you want to just throw to me, then we'll come back around to yeah. VHS viral. Um, I'll go to my uh, my number two, which is now now that we've been going it's great there. tie. This in. is actually it's a great good, tie in. That's perfect, actually, because this film is a big piece of number two, <laughs> and this tusk. Oh yeah, pu. I say <laughs> it should be called pusk because then you could spell it P-U-S-K. No, it, it's really terrible. It it really. I mean, I've never been a Kevin Smith fan. And I think I said this exact thing when we talked about it before. Have you seen it? No. Did you see it, Steve? <laughs> did you have to think about it? I wanted I did, to. I did see it. Pretty pretty bad. Pretty bad. Oh, And, wow. like, he's just a bad... He's another... Like the Fairley Brothers. He's just a guy that, that does not know how to put together a nice-looking image. This movie had more atmosphere than he usually has. Yeah. And you do get... I mean, I actually like... I know that he usually plays very obnoxious characters, but I like Justin Long in a general sense. Me I too. I think he's funny... Playing a douchebag that you can't almost can't wait to see get his comeuppance. But were, did you understand my weird complaint about it? Like, I'm not like saying as a podcaster, but I think it's strange <laughs> that they depict podcasters as like morning shock jocks or something in this. Like, I don't. I believe, think maybe that's how Kevin I, Smith sees himself. I don't believe there's mm. a podcaster that acts that way, except for Kevin Smith, though. It's, Absolutely, so it's, it's yeah. weird to see him act like all podcasters are these weird smug pricks or whatever, you know. <laughs> but um. Maybe it would have been a much scarier film if it had been happening to someone like Sarah Koenig. You know, <laughs> that would have been much much more yeah. horrible, or Mark Maron, or something like that. But um, or the three of us in Tusk Three, it's you and you and me. Yeah, that's a rhyming tagline. I'd watch. Um, that. that would be terrible. But it's like the movie even skirts. I would say that what the movie promises is this weird body horror craziness that it doesn't really. It's like it skirts that, so it doesn't really. Sh I mean, I'm not saying I wanted to see the worst stuff happening but what this did seem like it was him doing torture porn but it's not torture porn but it's not really that funny mm. in the end the story it told would almost have been an interesting story if someone really dug into the horror and and was a real director i just don't think kevin smith is a real director i'm really sorry to say that because i know a lot of people are like big fans but if we're going to knock the fairly brothers uh who i think have put together a much a much more like i think their films are like 
much more cinematic than, than Kevin Smith's films on average. Um, but it's the same kind of problem. It's just that it, it feels – it's like nobody looks good in those films. Nobody – the yeah. scripts feel really slack, and I did find, and this actually ties very directly to uh, what I think your number one is going to be. And so this is a perfect dovetail. Mm-hmm. It's like it it is there's a lay there's a look what we got away with aspect to yeah. certain movies, and you you sometimes you get intoxicated by that, and other times you find it to be almost insulting. And in Tusk's case, I really wanted to be down with the oh man, these guys made this stoner idea into a movie, and they just they did it. But I just I'm not I'm not in their their gang, and so I, w- I felt like they wasted my time instead mm. of doing something more enjoyable or something that really reaches out. But I realized like Kevin Smith, he's in that he's in that echo chamber of he, he has a certain number of admirers, and his movies will I guess if you make them cheaply enough. I mean, do they eventually make money? I mean, this movie was a huge this flop. This movie was a flop. But I mean, do, do, does it in two or three I'm years? I'm sure it does. Make yeah, back the digi- two million yeah, digital cost? service. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. Uh, also, I mean, we could get into, if we're going to get into like weirdest roles of all time for any actor, I don't know if that's a topic, <laughs> but Johnny Depp in this film is weird. It's just very strange. Johnny Depp's in it? Oh, she. See that? She. You're she, <laughs> she buddy. Here, you she, buddy. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't like, be surprised if that's how yeah. Johnny Depp that's, sounded that's in this film. That's kind of like what it is. It's like, <laughs> he's got like, he's got like a box of, like there's a demon that gave him a box of voices. Yeah. And he's running out of them or something like that. And he's, right now he's combining. With well, he's got voices. Mordecai coming out soon. But, I think he's using them all. But I can believe that he plays like a, I mean, I'm just, we're just spilling the beans. He's like a secret role in this, but he plays like a French uh, Canadian detective. <laughs> And it's like it's almost hilarious, but it's also so horrible that you can't get past. It's 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 exactly the movie. Like his performance is the movie. You know, sometimes that's the case. Yeah. Where the performance, there's a performance that sums up the movie. Uh, I would say that much more so than Michael Park's performance, which is actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, and and again, again, maybe you since you've seen it, Steve, you'll know what I mean. And a creepier treatment would have been a creepy character, perhaps. Oh yeah. I, I think, I think some to... of that stuff, yeah, like the, yeah. Well, I'm sorry, not to cut you well, off. Well, the lead up, yes, is actually kind of, kind of good. Yeah, no, totally. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. So anyway, Tusk. Poo poo. 2014 was a rough year. It was crazy. It was all over the place. Um, I'm not a big fan of people championing, bu- championing bullshit. Championing bullshit. Yeah. That was Fighting. the original title of this podcast, wasn't it? Yeah, championing. <laughs> championing is a hard word to say. Championing. Championing. There's something really weird about, like, so you got to pick your battles, man. You got to pick your battles. Freedom of speech is something that I'm, I'm totally for. Obviously, I do stand-up. I do a podcast. I say crude things. Mm-hmm. I do crude things. I will that's, not. That's, what, that's the horse. What brung you, Ronald? Yeah, I will not sit here and defend a movie that could endanger my life over something ridiculous. I'm just saying the idea of it. If 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 the threats were real, if all this stuff was real that North Korea said, like I'm gonna fuck you up. This is not the movie I want to fight over. Well, but I mean, it's the I first thing what I we're say. learning right now, or what we're all talking about right now, is that that part is beside the point. But yeah. I do think this is an not a movie that would have it's this is a movie that would have disappeared yeah yeah people would have said people would have seen it said hey, that's pretty funny and it would have disappeared yeah um 
if it hadn't been for this controversy. Now, divorce. Controversy. <laughs> this controversy. Um, <laughs> what is up with us? Um, Even if this... Have, we not been t- have you not been talking to anyone for the last I month? I don't think we've so. All, we've been, all just been sitting there. Our mouths... Uh, I lost my ability to... We've lost our muscular enunciate. control of our mouths. Um, but uh, you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I think that, and yeah. I, I'm glad you got to this because I don't know when else we would get to it because it's not going to be on my top ten for sure. Right. Um, but I did laugh at it a lot. And I, I would did. say I laughed at it about as much as I would have expected to laugh. And maybe as much as I laughed at Neighbors or This Is The End. Maybe not as much as much. But I'm just saying that there were moments that I laughed and I found, like, James Franco phoning it in <clears throat> in this weird role. So funny. Like, I, I really enjoyed the what-the-fuckness of his performance so much. The He's energy crazy. of that. He's, He's cra- nuts. They, they hate us because they hate us. Oh, that. <laughs> The hate because the anus is great. I die. I die. But that, but that's what I'm talking about. Like, and he the, kept coming back to little things like that throughout the thing. Like, and I, I liked that he had a puppy that he saved. You know. Yeah. Uh, was that thing? Is it, is it I, I mean, peanut butter so and many, jealous or yeah. something like that. Yeah, peanut butter <laughs> and shit like that. Peanut butter and jealous is an amazing line. It's funny as shit. But it's one of those I, I, things. I get what you're. Yeah. yeah I, and I even think honey dicking is a funny concept. Honey there was a lot of honey dicking going. Honey dicking was hilarious. Here's the thing that you're saying. Here's what I want to. I want to actually piggyback on what you're saying. I found that it was odd that the movie, like, if this movie really played for laughs, mm-hmm. the cheapness of the life of a <laughs> Korean person. Yeah. And I felt like the, it didn't treat any, there were no Caucasians, unless I'm wrong, that died in a joke, but there were several dead Asians. <laughs> So, I mean, in that sense, I, it, w- what you're saying about, like, the attitudes behind it that might yeah, be kind of careless, I did think, okay, I can see how someone might say this movie is not as, like, super equal opportunity. It does kind of it does kind of still play with, like, an us-and-them sensibility, but it also creates, in, King, in Kim Jong-un, a funny, fully-rounded character who you do sort of hate, but you also sort of you feel slightly bad for him at the yeah. very end. Like, you know that he he's sad. Like, you know that the bond between him and... Uh, Dave Skylark, was that his name? Yeah. Um, was real. Yeah. And uh, that's some genuinely funny and, moments. And that was funny. Randall Park was great. I, I I wonder if they had, somewhere I read, and maybe you guys can corroborate or deny this, but somewhere I read that originally it was a fictional country. And then oh. they went back and forth on it. And oh, some no, executive, I, I mean, the conspiracy is that some executive pushed the agenda of like besmirching Kim, Kim Jong-un on them. But I think that... Of uh, what is more likely the case is that at some point when they were writing the script, they were like, oh, "We could go either way," you know. Yeah. And if you'd made it a fictional nation and a fictional dictator, it would have taken some of the bite out of the satire, but it also would have been what it is, which is just a funny movie, not a movie that really yeah. has that much to say. Maybe it briefly got into when I, he when he asks him in the interview, "Why don't you feed your people?" That was the closest the movie came to any kind of like yeah. incisive criticism of of the actual man. I just feel like if you're gonna you're gonna do a satire of something, make it be a good satire. I don't, I don't know. This this is just as this was like the the shittiest version of a South Park episode. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The shittiest version of it. The the lowest common denominator. The lacking the wit, lacking the integrity, lacking the the form of a real story it just didn't feel good i mean and i would have said this without the controversy because i saw the 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 trailer before this and thought this is going to be a shitty movie see i saw the trailer and thought oh wow this is going to be great because these guys are on a roll but i still was open to the notion of oh but it could be just another one of those movies you know like i was not i was not entertained it was my worst movie this year fuck that movie (laughs) Shitty. shitty. The, the the hit the most hideous of the shittiest. Shittiest. 
Um, Peanut butter and jellies. <laughs> <laughs> See, but it, I, there's I, some funny shit in that movie, yeah, it's though, dude. Funny shit, I, I, I can't, I can't say I this. Can't like deny. The, I, you I, texting I, saying it's the worst movie of all time was like, I don't know. It's one of the worst movies. You didn't I've seen see VHS about. viral, yeah, <laughs> or maybe right. not this film that I'm about to talk about, okay. which is definitely my f- least favorite film of the year. I think I did see it. Maybe you did. Um, Seth MacFarlane. Oh, I didn't see it, but... How do you feel about that guy? Not interested. He's Good. A, he's a, he's a <laughs> fucktard. So, A Million Ways to Die in the West. What the fuck does anybody in a studio get off giving uh, yeah. him a blank check to yeah. write, direct, star... How dare you? In a you? weird parody, comedy, whatever the hell it was supposed to be, with a pretty great cast. Yeah. You know, you have uh, Charlize Theron, Liam Neeson, Neil Patrick Harris, Amanda Seyfried... Uh, who else is it? Sarah Silverman was in it. Giovanni Rabi. I mean, just an awesome cast. I had no interest in seeing this movie. Mm-hmm. I ended up seeing it, and it still made me mad. Yeah, like, I literally, I, I very rarely want to leave was a it theater. A, was it a screening? Yes. And they you, screened the hell out of this movie. It. I believe you you wrote us from yes, the screening I did. with like a real defeatist attitude. I did. I, uh, getting to say... We I, actually had to stop you from burning the theater <laughs> down. Yeah. I don't, I don't usually ever want to leave a movie, mm-hmm. unless it it's that bad. But only because I was working, I couldn't leave the movie. Yeah. So I had to watch the whole film. Man, it is so fucking bad. The it biggest really mistake bad. is him casting himself as that guy, who in that in that uh the like, most the most charmless yeah performer. this nineteenth I mean, century much as I think world he can put together some, yeah like I think he's a funny voice actor and he's actually a pretty talented guy but I, on screen he just does not pop as a he's likeable. just like a wise ass the whole yeah. movie like snarky just nothing about him a very shallow yes style yes comedy, and right? and i don't know it's distracting like you can't really i don't know why he's trying to be an actor like you can't look at him and, and not hear any of the voice work he's done and let that take precedent over what you're watching on the screen yeah. i'm glad the movie bombed i'm glad it was horribly reviewed sadly it probably made back its money because i don't right. think they spent a ton of money on the movie yeah but well, he's, um, he's doing ted too right well i mean i can I, 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 I didn't love Ted. I, I thought it was funny at times. That's a whole different story, though. I mean, that's like that's a movie that I'm not saying he can't have a right to try to be creative. No, and, no, and I wasn't make... suggesting that. I'm just saying it's interesting that the more sure thing for him is the oh, yeah. that path, which yeah, is yeah, back yeah. to what we've been saying about a lot of these movies is the rehashing the concept. Yeah, I just rehashing. think that you know, keep in check what you're. Be, what what I don't want to say. Don't try to stretch and like be creative in other ways or to you know go beyond what you've already succeeded at, but. Maybe maybe just take a mental check every once in a while and realize that you're you're a dude, you know, like you're not like the funniest fucking guy that's coming around Hollywood since Steve Martin or or whoever you want to pick. Right. Like you're not that guy, you yeah. know. You do some great voice work. You've had some great television shows. You've had some successful films. But where do you go from that to say I'm gonna have a a, a summer film that comes out that I'm the star of and I'm writing and directing and I'm in every single scene of the movie. And it'd be that fucking miserable. It's like a it's like a Mel Brooks movie. Yeah, Mel Bro- Brooks like uses toilet paper. Like he's just like I'm no, I'm not gonna make this movie. This yeah. is dumb. It was. Like, it was he's like this is a dumb movie. I'm not well, gonna. Mel Brooks. It's just like privilege all over. Watch the a Mel Brooks yeah. film from the last ten or so years of his career, <laughs> and you'll there's some there's some <laughs> shitty ones, but still yes, yeah. it's like it does not. It, it's a very it is a very kind of corny, old-fashioned style of comedy, it seems. Yeah. And every now and then, he'll get a good joke over, and you'll be like, oh, that's pretty funny. But somehow the live-action version of it, like, everything I saw from that film just didn't seem like it was it was working. I don't know no. if that style of comedy is just not going to work anymore. Even though I still think, like, the Zucker Abram Zucker school, those movies still will work on me. 
But the, all the movies that are kind of derived from that that style of comedy is just it seems yeah. so canned or so. Let canned. it be known, I do not like Family Guy. I do not like most things that he does. Man. I I really haven't gotten into much of it myself either. I haven't gotten into much of it, but there will be a gag or a, yeah, something yeah, that yeah, I see absolutely. that does I got, that a reference that's funny. But that's yeah, pretty much of, all he some does. Some of his comedy, yeah, it's very topical and it's it's relevant. And you know, even if you don't watch it, you can laugh at what it's trying to make fun of. But I I yeah, this movie was horrible. Yeah. Well, separating the laughs is a good way to put it Ron, laughs, Ron can I call you Ron sure absolutely um, but uh, because sometimes you have to you have to say like and I used to have a buddy that would say oh you know Home Alone was the best movie ever like maybe a lot of people do love Home Alone but you guys were young when you saw it my friend was in college when he saw it so she, he shouldn't have been walking around saying how great it was um, and, and it was like I remember thinking like oh well, that mainstream movie but he was like no I laughed 11 times or whatever he said and I was like hey who counts how many times they laugh you strange person yeah but also i thought well you know what that's fair like if a movie makes if a movie's a comedy and you laugh at certain intervals you sort of want to say eh i'm gonna give it a pass yeah but when you have to adhere to the stringent uh you know parameters that we apply on this show (laughs) as we carefully analyze the art of cinema you can't just like you can't let it pass just because it made you laugh a lot of times so separate the laughs there's a lot of separating the laughs you know dumb and dumber two even stretch you gotta separate the laughs. Separate the laughs. Because it's not. I, I, I don't think the interview was a great movie, but I would have never. It would have been in the middle of the list for. I mean, the irony to me about that film is not how bad it is, but how how middle of the road it ends up being. You know, but um, I don't think that what happened to that movie should happen to any movie. Like, I don't think that any movie should be like pulled from release right before and then kind of dribbled out on the internet and blah blah blah. Like the fact that it made fifteen million or something on downloads. Am I right about that? I'm not sure. There's some number that it was high for <clears throat> downloads, mm. but low for what? I mean, that movie would have been a comedy hitting the theater right in the middle of the holiday season. It would have been. It would have made much more than fifteen million in its opening yeah. weekend. So that's not a triumph for that movie. I, you know, above it all, I feel sort of bad for. Uh, you know Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, but they'll be back. They will. Looks like, looks like as of this, as of January sixth, it made thirty one million in digital and re- digital sales and rentals. So that's probably a you know a, a precedent for a lot of people. But I, I that's that does not mean that studios are going to say let's release movies this way. Let's, uh, you know what I mean? There's yeah. people are acting like oh look at how much it made, but it would have made two or three times that probably in yeah, the theater. Yeah. yeah. And word of mouth about it, I don't know what it would have been. It's interesting. Now people are prone to either defend it or say, ah, it sucks. Like, you know, it's really not a movie that we would have talked that much about had it not been for the controversy. So, and are they still saying that it was likely North Korea or is that now seeming like it wasn't? Yeah, I think it wasn't. Yeah. That's what the word on the street is. So all that drama. All that drama. Over this silly little comma. Fuck that movie. Well, I have one. Fuck that movie. I'm going to say fuck that movie to VHS Viral. Nice. That movie was terrible. It was incoherent. <laughs> that's the word that I kept thinking when I was watching it. It was just how incoherent it is. Like How the, was a wrapper or whatever? The, well, that, that's the that problem. Be, yeah, is the, the, is that the wraparound is supposedly in this one they try to tie them all together with the wraparound. But the wraparound was the most incoherent part of it. And then the way it was shot, I've, I've heard them referred to, I believe, as avid farts. The sort of video oh, editing yeah. effects that people throw in where it's like it just goes like the movie is full of these moments where when in doubt how to transition from one shot to another just have it go and, and like the, the images switch up or it goes like distortion it and jumps then, or, and that yeah. somehow ties into the wraparound but it was so bad I mean it was so I almost I'm actually demanding that anyone within earshot 
see this movie mm. just so they can understand what I oh, mean. Like one. it's truly incoherent. And I would say that of the films, there was one that actually is kind of a neat story or the way it pulls it off is kind of neat and it does go somewhere really gross and interesting. But it's not a it's not a reason to recommend this this movie, even though I just demanded everyone see it. Mm. <laughs> but I think it's the second segment that was actually kind of good. Plus, it's only three segments and the wraparound. Right. It just feels like really thin soup, and these movies have never been great. Mm. So, um, yeah, it's number three. It's the first grader with piss and shit in his draws. Sheesh. So those are our shitty movies, right? That was the... Uh, the hideous of the shittiest. The hideous, the hideous of, the, of shittiest, the shittiest. Or the shittiest of the hideous. A bottom of the barrels. Yeah. Damn. So if there were barrels of shit, <laughs> it would be the part that sank to the bottom. If you were like in a, in a warehouse of, of barrels of shit, and someone <clears throat> were to say, where's your shittiest, where's the most hideous shits you've gotten in this warehouse? And we were to be like over there in the back corner. Back corner, bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Oh, the heaviest God. shit goes to the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Not start, the, start digging. Not the oldest, but the freshest barrels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's them, man. If we haven't grossed everybody out by now. Yeah. But we are now about to talk about our favorite movies of the year, but everyone else heard us do that a week ago. So, um, la-di-da, time travel, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Sci-fi! <laughs> Sci-fi! And then we all jump in the air and freeze frame. Freeze frame. Yeah. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Movie schmovie <laughs> at gmail.com. And uh, feel free to rate us, star us, like us, do whatever you need to do on any of the social media sites or iTunes. We like that. Um, John especially likes that. I really do. And uh, thank you for listening. And as always, you made our day. 